quadruple. Aha, aha. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Today, yeah. We will be not the 2 a.m. podcast. It's for, the fuckboy edition of the 2 a.m. podcast. Just don't lie to me. The energy is different this time, isn't it? I'm sorry. The ending ah on your aha went on for so long. Yeah. <laughs> well, instead, gotta, of the, instead of like breaking up and like, <laughs> you're like, aha. Is this just a, <laughs> this is uh, Saeed's uh, Ramadan energy? Yeah, I get very lucid at times and very energetic at times. I, it's just, I don't know, man. I feel, I feel hormonal. Ketones, bro. I feel like now you know how most women feel. Oh my god, Jesus! Most, most young women at well, least. Well, not I'm not saying... menopausal. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what mood swings? Something even controversial. Yeah, look who's well, talking. That's true. But... Anyways, let's move forward. <laughs> Yo, I, I know plenty of men that have mood swings. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> His name does not start with Z, but <clears throat> but it does. But and the rest a... of it ends in aid. Anyways, uh, exactly. We <laughs> we were we were discussing some uh, fast yeah. food establish, establishment fuckery that was that's been going on. Okay, it's is not it... it's not fuckery. Yeah, I no. wouldn't no, say no, that. No, no, it is. It okay, is. how? No, it's not. Actually. Oh wait, we should say what it is first before yeah. we. No, no, no. Determine. I'd like to say that it's not fuckery first before we even mention what it is. <laughs> I, I'm, okay, I'm leaning on your side. Can you? Can you... <laughs> like, we just disagreed and then agreed. Yeah. Was, like, uh, can you yeah, please describe what? is happening with the fast food industry right now so with the fast food industry i don't know if you guys know but they are pre-recording their voices now so when you hit up a drive-through um i don't believe it's actually all locations but most places like mcdonald's um where else where's you chick-fil-a the big probably hitters. del taco the big hitters yeah del taco things like that if you if you pull up in the drive-through and you hear someone go hi how can i help you just know it's fake you know like mickey mouse yeah, because uh, they actually got caught by me, personally. I was in the Carl's Jr. drive-thru. Don't oh, ask me why I was eating there. Okay? I wish I but, had a Detective Saeed playlist. Set yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so I pull up, and I just hear what sounded to me like an older white woman that just went, Hi, welcome to Carl's Jr. How can I help? And then it just cut off, and it's like, Hi, I can help you. And I was like, "Whoa, what just happened?" Right? Like, dude, why this guy, you... this guy turned into an Eduardo all of a sudden. Like, what happened? Why are you in support <laughs> of that? Huh? Why are you in support of this? I'm not in support. I, of... I really I, wish. Well, I wish they made it blatantly obvious, no. though. Like you said, "Hi, welcome to," and then it's like insert the name, and it's yeah. just a random guy speaking. Yeah. Hi, welcome to Carl's Jr. Yeah. We're, how can <laughs> we help you today? <laughs> Hi, welcome to Carl's Jr. This is Cynthia. <laughs> Just what happened? Random yeah, name at yeah. every destination. <laughs> I think it's so stupid. Dude. Why? First of all, it's it's a waste of time. Okay, I can agree with that. Second of all, you're confusing the customer. Which is like, isn't the whole yeah. process of fast food like to get in and out, to go in and out as quickly as possible? Well, everybody knows in and out's the supreme fast food chain. That's no. why they don't That's have what... automated systems. I just people come out to your car usually. I disagree. You know why though? Because I have really good points. Okay, go okay. ahead. First of all, if you've ever worked drive through you know that you take your sweet-ass time, all right, with the headset. You're just like, you can hear the car, dude, but you're just like, you're like, nah, let me just take it slow pace this time. When you really can't, you're supposed to learn multitasking so you can take orders while fulfilling another one. <laughs> so you right? two keyboards. I love, I love that yeah. he prefaces this argument with, you want to know how I know I'm right? Because I'm right, and here's how. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. 
That's just a, that's my all it points is. are good. Yeah. And you're going to listen but, to that. But anyway, if you're working a drive-through, right, you're supposed to just be like rapid speed. That's that's the way it is. It's a fast-paced environment. You know this. Yes. So it's a food environment. I I didn't do fast food. It, you could consider it fast food, like half of it was fast food, and then the other half was like, you know, there was a kitchen in the back, yeah. and they were cooking things up at a, I guess you could say, a sit-down yeah. pace. Well, by fast food, I think it's just more like the capacity is at its max right now. Yes, and you're small just locations. Tons of pressure, right? That's why there's, um, there's certain, I think there's a couple fast food chains. It's, oh, it was Taco Bell. Taco Bell was thinking of doing this. They were going to open a location, like, you know how with In-N-Out's? Mm -hmm. Um, they've done this in Southern California. I don't know if they do it anywhere else where they have two lines or like Chick-fil-A's do this now mm -hmm. too. Um, but the thing is with those Chick-fil-A's, like you could still walk in, right? They still have a sit down portion. Mm -hmm. This Taco Bell is literally just a kitchen and they're going to have four drive-through lanes Whoa. that you can go through. So they're going to increase the staff by, I think it was one and a half to two times. And then just have the space be as small as possible for cooking. Mm -hmm. And then you can maximize the amount of people getting through the line. That's awesome. Which raises the question, <laughs> how big is the demand for Taco Bell in uh, that area? <laughs> well, you know the answer. <laughs> it's popping. Yeah, it's popping. Also, one thing I don't like about it is that it shows you an enthusiastic, like a pre-automated mm -hmm. employee. And then it shows you how most fast food employees are. Yeah, but it's not a bad thing. You think that's why they implemented that's it? That's not why they implemented it. Oh, it's no. all because of time. And time is money. And money is part of the budget. And they're trying to reduce the budget. That's but they're wasting no, but more time. I'm with him. It it does seem like a waste of time. They could it is just say, "Hi, welcome yes. wherever. What do you want?" But because like, if we live in a society where people want to complain about the stupidest things, you know, your day could be going just fine, but you want to find something to complain about. You could be like, "Why did this guy take forever to take my order?" But the guy in front of me just got it real quick, right? Yeah. But so this this provides a sense of consistency when yeah. it comes to you pulling up immediately. You could just order. That's what it feels like, right? It's a psychology thing. I think. I think. I think the idea of it was they could just have the lady's voice come on at first, right? Mm -hmm. And then you could say everything that you want to order with no interruptions from the employee saying things like, okay, sounds great. All right, what anything else for you today? Mm -hmm. And so now the employee just has three buttons they got to press. Here's the intro. Here's, do you want anything else? Here's the total plus move ahead to the next window. Yeah. That's it. Or better yet, they probably don't even need to say the total because they'll have a screen that puts it out there for you. Anyway. I'll, I'll agree with you on one thing. Is it unnecessary? Yes. Very. Yeah. It is. Rather unnecessary. It, has, it takes the genuine part out of it. The like tricky thing, too, is that it doesn't matter how many times you go into, like, if you go into a new location, it still catches you off guard. Yeah. You still think you're talking to a real person. Well, it's too quick to begin on. with, actually. Like, you barely pull up and you're like, did I gonna order? You're like, whoa. Like, I didn't even hear the beginning part. Like, you know, my window is just slower than... <laughs> when you think of customer service what's like the number one problem that you think of when it comes to customer service like just specifically calling over the phone communication more specific than that um like on what side the customer side the or customer side the customer side the mo i would like say getting a hold friction? getting yes. getting a hold of someone you're waiting forever mm -hmm. that's the main problem and i know like at&t is famous for this Oh my God! Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's. I think yeah. that's an actual strategy they have. So I was going. I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say automated systems, mm -hmm. right? Because there's a lot of companies. Some are starting to move away from it, but like you know, five to eight ish years ago, they started heavily introducing um, automated response systems. Yes. For these companies, right? 
if you have any problems with customer service. So you call in and you talk to this person and you never get on the phone with somebody that's real and you never find a solution to your issue, Mm -hmm. which makes you more frustrated. Then you have to email somebody, wait however long it takes, and then you might have to go through three to five people before you finally find the person that you want to talk to. Meanwhile, the problem that you had a week and a half ago is following you that is following you for that entire time, right? Yeah. When you could have just called somebody that's a real person and resolved your issue probably in 15 to 20 minutes for most common technical problems, right? Yeah. So it begs the question, why did these fast food companies introduce an automated system if they know historically automated systems usually upset people? Because when the food takes forever, it makes you feel like you didn't really wait that long. Because I'll tell you what, I don't know if you've, if you've ever waited to order, it's different than waiting for your order. Yes. That was the... <laughs> I, I can actually, I can testify to that based on the uh, last uh, restaurant I worked at. You see at. what I mean? See yeah. how they're like, they're literally fucking with our emotions. This It's like, yeah, I ordered. It's almost here. And then you wait 30 minutes. Are but they, that 30 minutes is not as bad as waiting 30 minutes to order. They're just 100%. Though. Or for example, there was people at that restaurant I used to eat at. It was such a popular place. Like there was nothing that they could really do mm-hmm. to curb this problem, but. People would wait in line for two and a half hours like it was a ride at Disneyland and then get to the front, complain to me about how long the wait was. I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do. And then proceed to order something that they don't even have to wait for. Are you serious? I'm like, not even kidding. Like water. No, not water. I mean, I'm talking about like, for example, like they want chip salsa and guac and some pokey. It takes me maybe 30 seconds to 45 seconds to get all of that. Wow. Mm-hmm. And they waited two and a half hours wow. for it. Food's wow. not that good. Maybe they're just respectful. It was pretty good. Two and a half hours. It was great, but yeah. not two and a half hours. I, I would worth. say the food's pretty good. Two and a half hours? Dude, I best be getting like a Wagyu from Dude, like I hate lines Japan, so and it's on the way, and the Suez Canal is just like effed right now, and then there's, you know, Whenever I wait there's in a car line, accident on the way. Whenever I wait in a line, I just feel like I have a thumb up my ass. That's why I'm never taking Zade to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Disneyland plenty of times. He's like, there it's different. You've never been to it's Disneyland? So unless... What are the three things? Well, actually, if you can name three things that define Disneyland and the things that, that have to be done there for you to have said, yes, I have been to Disneyland, what are they? To me, they are clam chowder. Take a shit in the corn dogs. bathroom. So you're talking just from a food perspective? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, for me, general, like just the whole park. I was like, going to say something. I wouldn't even have brought up food. Three must-dos, right? And to me, they're all food. Does it look I like just, I want to cash out my 401k to buy food from Disneyland? Listen, bro, it's not that expensive. It, what? Disneyland, Disneyland food? food? It's, it's pretty free. It's yeah, but at least I get like lobster or something. I'm not just getting like a chicken fillet or chicken tender, sorry. <laughs> I'll say it's expensive, but usually the portions that they give you are Whatever. fairly adequate. Depending on where you're eating. Mm-hmm. If you're going to like Blue Bayou, which is over by... Um, it's over by Pirates of the Caribbean. It's in like their New Orleans section. Okay. That's yeah. like a, a high-end high-end restaurant yeah. right or like mccarthy circle over in um california adventure that's mm-hmm. a more high-end dining you can get like ceviche you can get yeah. fillets there like i was about to say it. number three guys number three <laughs> lobster nachos if you do not get lobster nachos you are not living where do you get lobster nachos at disneyland the same place you get ceviche mccarthy circle i believe so it's that uh, california it's in adventure? california adventure um it's right on the water you can see the ferris wheel no, that's a different location. It's a different location? Is this Mar- every time you go to Disneyland? You have clam chowder, hot, 
yeah. corn dogs. I mean, you're there all day. Dude, it's three you, meals. Rest yeah. in peace to your asshole. No, you, you do have what? to. You have to realize, like, you get there. Or at least when I used to go, it was like you I'm would so get there. Okay. They opened at eight o'clock, and you weren't leaving until sometimes like midnight. Yeah, it's a full on. Yeah, it is a full day, and all you're doing is walking and standing. I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. Why? You just said like. But he's right though. <laughs> but I'm right. You can't get mad at him for that. He's not wrong. It's probably just the corn dog though. <laughs> I won't lie to you. <laughs> That's the only part where I'm like, eh, you don't really need no, to. You know what I think you're thinking of? You might be thinking of the um you know what I wait, was it in a... thinking of? What? Go on. What do you think you're thinking of? No, I what? said, do you know what I think you're thinking of? Yes. Which I don't know why that's funny. No, I was saying, What's do you know what I'm of? thinking, what you're thinking, what he's thinking of? But if I'm thinking of what you're thinking of, what he's thinking of, how could I be thinking about what he's thinking about? When you're thinking about something. I guess we're just trapped in thought then. T-H-O-T. Go on. But No, I think you're thinking of, was it over by California Screaming, this restaurant? It was literally, you know that bridge? Mm-hmm. That goes above the water, and then the Ferris wheel's on the right. There's a restaurant in the corner, and then right over here. You're talking about the Little so, Mermaid thing, I think. No, it's, I remember it being like a very wooden theme. Though. Yeah, it's it's by the pier. It's called Paradise Pier. It might be Paradise Pier. Yeah, you walk over the bridge, right? The Ferris wheel's off to yeah. the right. There's, in front of you yeah. is California Screaming, and then there's going to be yes. Ariel's Grotto, is what it's called. Sorry, um, for those who don't know, I've I love Disneyland. Like I used to go a lot as a kid. And me and my family would, you know, I was very lucky to be able to do that. So nerd, I, I absolutely <laughs> love it. You can give me all the shit Dork. you want for it. I don't even care. I will back it up. Have till you? The day uh, I die. Is it called Club Thirty Three? I have been there once. How is it? My experience is a little different from most. Mm-hmm. Um, I got kidnapped. No, okay, so here's the thing. The That's f- a thumbnail header right there. I got kidnapped. I, I went to Disneyland, I or sorry, I went to Club 33, I believe when I was 17, mm-hmm. 16 or 17, and I went with um, a girlfriend and then a bunch of her friends. It was like her birthday dinner, right? Yeah. And her mom, or like their next door neighbor happens to work at a corporation who, um, they're members at Club 33, the corporation. Ah. So like, for example, uh, to get into Club 33, I think there's a 10 to 15 year wait list. And then once you're able to actually get a spot, because there's limited access. Yeah. Bruh. So by the yeah. time they start letting more people in, like old members have to either quit their membership or die off. Yeah. So it takes a while sometimes. Damn. But once you're in, there's like a huge deposit you have to put down. Like, I think it's like 20 or 30,000 initially and then after that there's a 10 or fifteen thousand dollar annual fee and you thought the tickets were expensive but here's the thing it is so opulent when you go inside it's un- you're not even in disneyland it's ridiculous like they have walt disney's harpsichord in there they have like all of his most prized possession or seemingly prized possessions in there unbelievable disney history everything's like expensive wood polished chrome everything's to the nines their so, bathroom the toilet handle was made out of gold if yeah. it were at least plated in gold like it was so it's an overwhelming feeling as soon as you walk in like it's just like a when you okay so when you first get there there's like a downstairs section mm-hmm. which it's shielded off from disneyland so you're in this little courtyard and it's already pretty quiet because you know disneyland they have music blaring everywhere you go people yeah. walking kids screaming food's dropping whatever right mm-hmm. but you walk into this space and it's like pretty quiet and there's this big spiral staircase to get up to the restaurant 
and you're in there and you're like, okay, this is trippy. So we got in there and I think we were 15 ish minutes early for our reservation. So we're waiting around, right? Uh, 45 minutes goes by and this is just how I remember it. Mm -hmm. So some of the specific details might be a little shady, but I just remember it taking forever. Right. So we get there 15 minutes early, wait to 15 minutes, wait an extra half hour. Then we're allowed to go upstairs. Right. Cause we have a fairly large party. We get up there. I immediately go to the bathroom because I know a couple people who've been to club 33 and they say, that's the first thing you got to do. Just go look at it, get it over with. Once you get in there, it's really cool. And it is. So I went up there, then I went back into the dining room, just experienced crazy amounts. Like just when you think of like lavish living, like lavish, uh, luxury living, 1% living. like back in the, back in the, uh, sixties, mm -hmm. that's club 33. And it's just a restaurant. It's a restaurant and a bar. Okay. It's one of the few places inside Disneyland where you can legally get alcohol. Hmm. Wow. I think for a long time, it was the only place you used to be able to get alcohol in both parks. Then they started selling beer and other stuff over at um, California Adventure. Then they brought in like the wine, the annual wine stuff where they bring in uh, growers from like Napa and other parts in Italy. They bring their own wines, have like a big festival thing. But so you go in, you sit down, or at least I did. And I think there was eight or 10 of us, something like that in total. And we were served a seven course meal. Wow. Right. That's awesome. Rad. <laughs> Super cool. I'd never experienced anything like it in my life. Is that free of charge because you paid for the membership or do you have to pay for that? No, you pay for the dinner as well. Oh, of course you do. Well, and like any club on the planet, usually. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, uh, for example, if you have like a golf club membership, you're still gonna have to pay for the soda. Yeah, just because you have a, you know, I don't know, you know, thirty thousand dollar. No, fee. no, it's a fair, it's a fair question. Yeah, it's a very fair question. <clears throat> okay, I, no, I you're you. paying for the exclusivity because you're now part of a. The reason why the price is so high is because you're paying for a club that so few of people on the planet get access to. Illuminati cabal of Disneyland. Like you have to have stupid levels of money if you want to go into that place and not have a membership that or you have to be a crazy celebrity yeah. or you know you got saudi oil money but, like, <laughs> but yeah seven course meal i've never had one in my life so i'm excited right and the food comes out and it's it's like chef's table food you know it's, describe this meal dude so okay <laughs> i'm hungry we start yeah we right, know. you're gonna be starving by the end of this i'm like that's all i'm interested in i don't remember exactly every single course because quite frankly a lot of them felt similar at times like up until you got to the main course it was like just a bunch of really tiny appetizer things like the smallest salad you've ever seen or the tiniest little like some bullshit filler it's like you have a you have what looks like a plate but there's a there's a little um divot in the center of it right that holds like this much soup the hors d'oeuvre and the thing is like <laughs> normally i would just pick up the bowl and drink it like an animal yeah. right like the uh the subhuman that i am mm -hmm. but th this you had to use spoons and if you dropped a little bit of on, a little bit of it on the plate you're like it's gone forever like I'm just gonna go like that yeah. but so as we're going through the meal they're serving us mocktails which i'm gonna say this right now i i'm not a drinker right you know that. I'm not sure if you guys know that, but alcohol is not my favorite. Alcoholic. And these were mocktails, so they had no alcohol in them whatsoever. If I were at a bar, 
I would consider ordering these mocktails over any other cocktail in there. Wow. They were, good, huh? they were delicious. I had this like apple spritzer thing, which had apple and cinnamon and like Ooh. this club soda with a little bit of something in it. I don't even know, but it was just decadent. Mm. And I'm mm. like, can I have five of these? And then I saw how much one of them was. And I was like, I will stick with this one. <laughs> 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 I will take five of these. Dude, I wanted to order like six of them. I will take this $700. one. I'm not, no, I'm not even kidding. This a mocktail with no alcohol in it. I think it was like 18 or 20 bucks. Holy. Whoa. How much was water? Free. Oh, it was tap. Unless, unless you got a bottled one. Okay. You know, like uh, I think you could get like Fiji or very specific. Voss. Sparkling water. No, not even Voss. Voss is too low quality of there. Oh. Or for their tastes. Fiji's good. Fiji is the best bottled water that's in a plastic bottle by far. You, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. It, it just is. Uh, and then I would say best for glass, Mountain Valley Spring. What, sure. was, what was the main dish? So the main dish, it was, um, for me, it was steak. And it mm -hmm. was like, I th it had to have been a six ounce filet, mm -hmm. like pretty small steak. Yeah. Um, As it always is. Cooked to perfection, obviously. Served with like a little bit of like tiny potatoes of some kind, like maybe russets or something like that. Leave this tiny. And then Ooh. some um, some baby. Uh, what do they call them? Totally blanking. Um, Tomatoes. No. Some wayfair babies. No, it's like a vegetable that it's a vegetable that throughout cartoon history has been made fun of in kids. Uh, Brussels sprouts. Brussels oh, sprouts. Yeah, there yeah it was like um pan roasted with a little bit of olive oil Ooh. some uh, red pepper flake and Ooh. garlic bro shut the hell up yeah and oh, then God. the potatoes the potatoes Mary, tasted, uh, uh ramadan i felt like they cooked um the <clears throat> potatoes in the similar fashion but yeah. just in a different pan and then um i think they reverse seared the filet in order to get it where it was at probably did a little bit of um some basing with some butter or something like that to top it off it was really good and then the dessert came and i think it was just you know, some cake or something like that. I don't remember. But here's the crazy thing, right? We're supposed to sit down at 7.30. Mm -hmm. This is my favorite part. Supposed to sit down at 7.30. We sit down, I think, at 8, if I remember. Do you want to guess what time we got up to leave that dinner at? 11. 1. Really? 1. I think it was like 1, it was like one forty-five or 2.15. It was somewhere Bruh. in between those two. Dude. Something like that. It was crazy. Were I you, Were you bored? No. We were having a great time just talking it up, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean. Oh, I thought something happened at the restaurant. No. So then they kept you guys there. No, it just, oh. we had a lot of people and they had to prepare these very uh, intricate dishes for nine yeah. to, yeah, or eight club, to ten people. Yeah, it's Club 33 gotcha. in Disneyland, not Fogo to fuck yeah. yourself, you know? <laughs> oh, wait, oh. <laughs> Sorry. So, like, bro, it's a different, was, it's a different level. That's why you go to PF Chang's, bro. But yeah. So it was like 1.45, 2.15-ish in the morning, right? Mm -hmm. And they got a hotel room there, and I kind of wasn't allowed to stay because, you know, one guy and six or seven girls, it's, <laughs> it, it was weird, right? Yeah. And like, it's not like we're in our mid-20s where it was a semi- okay thing or it's a more okay thing we were <laughs> yeah. in high school right so we're walking out we're the only people in the park right they had security guards at club 33 waiting to escort us out which was super cool and the craziest thing was all of disneyland was lit up mm. like it like it was nighttime just regular operating hours 
all of the noises were still going on. All of the lights were flashing. Everything was going on. And there was nobody there. That's, that's I've experienced that that's a cool twice feeling. in my life before that. Yeah. And it wasn't at two in the morning. It was at like right when they were closing. And one time I got lucky and there was like less than a thousand people in Disneyland, mm-hmm. which was crazy. And then the other time it was raining so hard, like almost nobody showed up. And I mean, it was raining so hard if I was standing. Like, how well do you know Disneyland is the question? Like if I was standing, Just, for example, um, you yeah. know, Main Street where they have that big circle at the end of it. Is that towards the giant wall with the clouds? Or? No, like right when you walk in Disneyland, you get out of the gates. Oh, yeah. There's that long street mm-hmm. and there's the big roundabout where mm-hmm. you can go into all the different lands, mm-hmm. right? Dead ahead of you is the castle. Mm-hmm. If you were standing on the edge of that circle in the middle, like right in front of the castle, you couldn't see the castle. That's how hard it was raining. Wow. Yeah. Sideways rain. Yeah. It was okay. super cool because like, <laughs> this is random, but over by um, parts of the Caribbean, there's this big slope and I was at the top of it and I hauled ass just running. And I was on van, so I could slide really yeah. well. Just jumped. I slid all the way from like the top of Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. where you get that chowder, right? Yeah. All the way from there, down past Pirates That's of the Caribbean, sick. and I ended up over by those tables on the other side. Hey. Just like cruise. <laughs> That's how you slide. Yeah. Vibes. It was great. That was crazy. a lot of fun. But I don't know. Clubs, yeah. clubs are weird to me, man. Yeah. They're just like, like what makes a club, like what makes you want to be in a club? I really don't enjoy them. What do you mean? Well, we haven't even it, explored them. There's well, at least, so at least many the clubs. normal, like know, right? typical, <laughs> the typical nightclub. Like, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the loud music, like people close together, all that. Oh, you're talking about a club? Yeah. No, we're not. No, talking no, we're about talking those. like we're lounge ta- club. We're talking about. No, no, no. I'm talking about like a like an exclusive club. Okay. Yeah, like, like one, this you is have a club to pay for a members. Yeah, yeah, I haven't, I haven't been in one. Though. Like, I know we're all like my favorite club is Twenty Four Hour Fitness. <laughs> I, I hate 24 hours. I'm fitness. kidding. I'm kidding. It's not even a club, dude. They call it a club. I know. They call so it exclusive no, they call for 25 lo- a month. Each yeah. location they call a club. Oh my God. I'm not even joking. But, stupid. but uh, it's not a club. It just makes you feel exclusive. But, like, but those ones. That, I, that tactic worked in the 2000s. Those ones I probably yeah, really barely. fuck with because it's more like low key. Of course, more, more exclusive. You, you get to meet cooler people. Yeah. I feel like it's just it's embedded in, in human nature that those things are just attractive to us. Being exclusive. Yeah, it's status. VIP, status. Well, it's like, why did people value gold so highly back in the day? Because it was hard to get. Mm-hmm. And also, it, I mean, it had some really cool properties. Super malleable. You could form it into a lot of jewelry, but yeah. that's besides the point. You were right. dripping. Exactly. If you had gold back in the day, yeah, dude. Dude. Or even like some crazier gems, like mm-hmm. gemstones back in the day were much higher value depending you know, on which dude, kind of gem it is. Gold ceilings used to be a thing too back in the day. Yeah, that would have been pretty dope. Gold ceiling. Could you imagine? Can you imagine? Yeah, a gold literally. chrome ceiling. Just and like in my house. Walk- huh? Protect me from all the EMFs. And then like <laughs> a malachite royal green just leading up to the gold ceiling, dude. And it's all like, oh, dude, just beautiful. Bellissima. Bellissima. You, you have an opulent mind, good sir. What do you mean? Actually, inform You have an opulent mind. An opulent mind. That's yeah. a big word to me. I actually have not heard it. I'm sorry. My ear has been stuffed for about a week and a half, and it just opened up. Really? <laughs> yeah. Revelation. That, that, that deserves an applause. God, guys. Come on. Your claps are so loud right now. Really? <laughs> I'm not even joking. My God, dude. Yeah. I think you have tinnitus. Oh, no. Tinnitus? No, no, my ear's not ringing. It's just, oh. uh, yeah. It, what happened? Like, it's just been clogged? Yeah, it's just, uh, 
when I was younger, this is really weird and specific, but when I was younger, I used to get like ear infections and stuff really easily. Mm. Then I had to get some surgery to get it fixed. And I think um, as a result of getting that surgery, it's like harder for certain fluids in your uh, inner ear to drain out. Ah, or at least for me. So yeah. So as the process of it flushing out or whatever, it just clogged a little bit. Yeah, it okay. just or, or a lot usually. And yeah. then it takes like sometimes like in this case, this is a really extreme one, mm. like a week and a half to clear out. But like I could feel small, like a small amount of liquid just moving. Yeah. It was weird, but and the, yeah, I just realized I called it. Sorry, I shared that with you guys. That was really weird. <laughs> I did also realize I called it tinnitus when it really it's tinnitus. No, tinnitus, tinnitus is actually correct. Really? Is yeah, really? you were right. Not in my book. You're kidding. No, tinnitus is the dude. Don't listen to him. He's fucking with you. No, I'm not fucking with you. I'm actually serious. Hold on, hold on. Hey Siri, how do you say tinnitus? Uh, fail. Okay. Hey Siri. Siri, tell me, how do you say tinnitus in English? What the? I I just got it. You, you got it. That's, tinnitus. That's probably, dude. That's British. I'm gonna still They're say no, tinnitus. There's, 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 it's the medical. It's community. British. <laughs> there's no way. For everybody that was wondering. I don't approve of anything UK. Here we go. Tinnitus. There you go. Okay. That's thank the word you so much. Day. Thanks so much. So I was right. The first part. <laughs> the first time. <laughs> Now imagine, okay, going back to clubs, imagine international clubs. That's probably a different level. What do you mean? Like airport yeah, clubs? Yeah, be, be specific. No, like, Mile um, high clubs? Let's say you go to Switzerland. Yeah. Like think about the potential clubs there or some other, some other high-end country. Actually, Like I'm trying to get out know. of the United States. I know, we're, I know we're squinting right now, but we don't know. What if there are clubs? Well, of course just... there are. Like how would it be though? How would it be? Like, I wonder how... Do you mean just what would an exclusive club be like in another part of the world? I'm just wondering how extravagant it would be compared to the U.S. I, 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 I actually... You guys I, don't have no, that's, that's just I would think it's more extravagant here. I think I would have to agree with you on that. Unless, unless we were in the Middle East. Yes. Habibi. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Once again, depends on the club. Depends on the club. And depends on where you are. And... The, yeah, I just think that's an, a kind of a strange question because I mean it's up to whoever no, makes the club. I so like the like, question. It's very I feel like the only thing that would change is the architecture, right? The architecture, not even that. It's probably the how strict the club is too. Like, but wouldn't, can, like I don't know. They have strict clubs here. Like, what if in the what if in the Middle East, like they just did this thing where it was like we only accept two people per three years. <laughs> They yeah, but they probably have something like that here. Like Club 33. It takes 10 years yeah. to get on board sometimes. Yeah. Well, that's true. How far can but we push club design? I think essentially it's all like the same general, like, you know, requirements. It's pretty exclusive. <laughs> Tinnitus. Okay, just as a little, uh, what? A little uh, fork in the road. I want to talk about Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan, why? What, what about him? I came across a tweet. Yeah. So let me just let me just uh, describe it here. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan plans to leave his three hundred and seventy million dollar net worth for charity when he dies, instead of giving it to his son. He said, "If he's capable, he can make his own money. If he's not, then he'll just be wasting mine." Is this credible? Let Let's take it as credible. What do you think of that? Okay, let's let's just say it wasn't Jackie Chan. Like, let's just say just like a general piece of information. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Makes it more interesting, Jackie Chan. Come on. Because I need to double check on that. <laughs> okay. Who's your source, bro? Yeah, Bruce Lee, huh? That's a 
Hmm. What do you think of that? You know what? Let's let's not even try to verify if it's real or not. Let's just do it as a hypothetical. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm down for that. As a hypothetical, I kind of rock with it. I wouldn't leave my son with nothing, but I'd probably give him like full inheritance. Well, it's yeah. like a, no, I'd I wouldn't give him, I wouldn't like give him 10k. Well, well, it's like a Bill Gates, right? He's not going to leave his kids with a lot of money. Well, I mean, it's it's a lot of money. Let's mm-hmm. let's be fair. It's a, a shit ton ex, of money. It's an unreal amount of money. But in comparison to how much Bill Gates has, it's not even a drop in the bucket, mm-hmm. right? Like for example, when I say not a lot of money for Bill Gates, I'm talking five million roughly. Like let's just throw a number out there: five million, right? That's still a crazy amount of money, and you could live the rest of your life off of that very comfortably if you're smart with it. But I mean, they grew up with billions, you but know. Why, but why grow up with billions when you can grow, grow up, up with, with millions? millions. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I get, I get I, his, um, I, I get, get it. I get his viewpoint yeah. because Jackie's like, "Hey, you didn't make any yeah. of this money." And immediately when I hear that, I just think of like family values and like f- just family structure is completely different from every from culture to culture to culture. That's mm-hmm. what I wanted. So to bring there's up. like, I like, like in my world at least, like you know, Arab parents and stuff, they they love you extra for no reason. So it's just like. Why would I give it to? Do- Why would I donate it? I'll just donate it to my son. He's he's you know, my like blood. He's, yeah, he's my blood. What the hell? Like, what is wrong with you? There's like undeniable. There's other cultures where it's just like, you know what? I have taught you the ways, my son. Now it is your turn. <laughs> like there is love, but it's just not. It's not the same. It's, it's different. Not, it's exactly. It's portrayed differently. It's completely different. I don't know. Per- me personally, I would really need to think about it. I, I have think no it, answer. it depends. Like. I think it's different depending on whether you have a daughter or a son. Because I could see myself doing that to a son, but a daughter, I don't see myself doing that to. Oh, like you would give her? I would leave her oh, with my, a lot more money. I thought it was the opposite way around. I'm like, bro, what the hell? No, because, I mean, listen, yeah. his son, he's, he needs to grow up to be a man, and that requires you to figure out certain yeah, things you're setting and make him your up own path. For him to have his failures so he can grow from them and therefore go through the same things you did. Yeah, because no, assuming the hardship to, and learning, unless the son's on the same wavelength, that's a great way to make your son hate you. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred percent. Because, I mean, yeah, we have to, you know, some genetics are the same, but like assuming you, you don't teach him financial literacy, it's it's one of two options: he either wastes all the money and becomes a degenerate, or he figures out what to do with that money wisely, and then he becomes even greater. Let's just say it was Jackie Chan, right? I'm pretty sure that he has already taught his son enough crap and has like trained him to be exactly a man. Well, like how you know? old is a man? His, how old like is he's his not son just like you know like Jackie Chan's chilling in Malibu and then like his what son does is Jackie just like Chan look like today. That's my question. He honestly, he's he actually looks pretty good. Pretty good for yeah. for old man. Okay, his son's almost forty. <laughs> yeah, that that makes more sense to okay, me. Thank like, God. Okay, like <laughs> that makes a little bit more sense to me. Yeah. How old is it? forty, dude? Not not sixteen. Honestly, yeah. If if he's forty, I'm just yeah. go ball, do what you want. Yeah, you've already lived bro, most there, of your life. There's Jackie Chan right there, man. He's not looking he too bad. Look, yeah, he does look good. Yeah, yeah. Here for what age? Um, here, let me check. I think I believe he's eighty-two. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Eighty-two. <laughs> no, he's like more seventies right now. Man just does not age, huh? Probably seventy-three. Yeah, it's a tricky 67. thing, dude. Sixty-seven. Yeah, and his son's thirty-eight. 
That's pretty nuts. Not bad. He's really like he's not that that much older than his son is. No, no not really. Had him no. at a good age. He had yeah. him at um just before he turned thirty. Mm-hmm. Twenty nine. What would you do with your son? If you had that much money. When you have that much money. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> if I were in that position, it it would really have to come down to what does my son want to do in the future? Like, for example, if I had a company where my son was interested in operating it, working with it, I'd be like, I'm going to probably just put the majority of this money um, or a good portion of it, like over half into charity. And then I would say 30% of what's left over back into the company and they can just use that for privatized funds, whatever. And then whatever's left over, 5 10%. I would uh, put it into just a bunch of different securities, mm-hmm. bonds, and stuff like that for my son. So it's like, yeah, you have money on paper, but you're not going to be able to pay it off or at least get that return on the money for a couple of years. So yeah, figure mm-hmm. out a plan for yourself. Um, if he has a wife and kids, I would give him the money. That's yeah, that's a different mm-hmm. story. Yeah, because I mean, those are that's the legacy right there. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. So just it, uh, it all overall just depends on like who he is. What does he do? Does he have any interest in my company? Does is he even a family person? Is he around with us? You know, like what what is he? I would also it's make sure that trigger. my son's financially literate enough to mm-hmm. at least build a life that's comfortable for him. Mm-hmm. Or if I had a daughter for her, yeah. So I I don't think I would be too worried about the finance aspect of it. Especially because like the life I want to live in the future, I don't I don't want to be like balling, balling. Yeah. Like I mean, it would be nice to make a lot of money, but I I don't really care to have. There's a cutoff point. Yeah. I don't really care to have like that many things. Like the most expensive thing I would own, like most Americans, would be my house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> damn it, son. Oh, yeah, it's like, damn, I don't, what the hell? I, I told you NFTs is not a job. <laughs> Like I don't need a hundred million dollar future, mega yacht. bro. Like yeah. I, I just don't care to have no. that because I don't want the headaches that come along with that. Mega yacht comes with mega problems. <laughs> just more things to it's worry so about. True though. It's very true. More things to worry about. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. The money I don't mind because you can always find ways to move that around, mm-hmm. make more, help other people make more money too, which is always the coolest part. But yeah. You know, I mean. I've already talked about it. I've talked about it on this show before. Are like you repeating this, huh? Sorry, he was about to play footsie with me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's kick him in the fucking jaw. I've talked about it on the show. Like I, my dream vehicles are really weird, and they're not yeah. very expensive. <clears throat> yeah. So it's like they're projects too. He just switched to the yeah, other side. Sorry, they just switched his foot to the other side. <laughs> in case I wanted to play footsies, I can't anymore. Unless I switch Plus my like own. for me, it's like I, I want more of a minimalistic lifestyle, so I spend a lot of money on things I care about, but... Yeah. Like, you're the type of piano, person... piano, I don't give a fuck about. All this dude, other stuff I don't care about. Dude, screw you. A I don't piano? care about a piano, really? dude. Okay, well, I guess that makes I'm sense. I'm not going to well, put the in thing, the time to learn. Bro, I don't well, care about water, bro. Here's the thing. You can buy a piano for... <laughs> go four days, <laughs> let's see. You can buy a let's piano go. for like two grand, which is pretty darn good, right? And Still. then you could buy a piano that's $180,000. And it's unbelievable. But the thing is, it doesn't matter if you can't play piano. Like Zay's the type of guy to spend money on the infrastructure and then like the whole like <laughs> dude, the whole inside many, is just whatever. How many adults in Newport Beach, for example, have a sailboat and don't know how to sail? I would I, say I, more than you'd think. 
I, I wouldn't say that many, actually. So less Well, than even then, the fact that those people exist, like, why do you have a sailboat? You don't know how to sail. Yeah, but they'll hire somebody who knows how to. Yeah. Because they got money. Mm-hmm. Big racks. Big bags of algo. Yes, sir. You know what? Money buys a lot of things. One of them is convenience. Yes, this is true. I don't need to learn how to sail. Money can buy that. Yeah. You I don't need to learn how to pay. I don't need to learn how to play piano because I can hire somebody to do that. That's true. All day in my house, all they do is play piano. <laughs> Just booling. Just play. You, you know what else money buys us? What? Great content and more equipment and general support for the stew. Uh, I don't know if you guys hmm. heard, but we have a new button now. It's a support button. So if you would love to support us. <laughs> Can we do that face? The Larry Gallagher. I'm not doing that. <laughs> please. You do it. All right, fine. So if you can please support us, you know where to find us. The link is now under the YouTube. It's also on our Instagram. So when you click the link in is our it? bio, it's, oh, it's, on, the first it's under the link tree. So if you hop on our Instagram, actually, at the 2 a.m. podcast, you'll see a link tree there. You click on it, it will have our Spotify, our Apple, our YouTube, our YouTube 2 a.m. clips, and everything you need to know right over there. We left a little cool message for you. Anyway, you know Wait, where to find us. What was that cool message? What was the cool message? Tinnitus. <laughs> Jesus, Tinnitus. Dude, tinnitus. Anyway, guys, you know where to find us. We are on YouTube at the 2 a.m. podcast. We also have a 2 a.m. clips. I don't know if you knew, but yeah, we have little short clips on there for you that will make your day. Um, we are also on Spotify, Anchor.fm, and Apple Podcasts, baby. So mm. go rate us, subscribe on YouTube, leave us a comment. DM us, do whatever you want. Just get to us. Engagement, engagement, engagement before I get engaged. Let's go. Let's go, baby. All right, guys. We'll see you next time on episode 85.